When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, folks? How you guys doing? Welcome to the first segment. Second segment is live with China Dow. You got the links in the community chat right now. Go over to Discord, man. That's where you can hear it. We have some stories coming up today, but one is not on here. I'm actually going to be doing it on tomorrow's show. I couldn't believe this article when I seen it. And that had to deal with the stuff that went happened in Tennessee between the outlaws and the pagans. And the Blue Knights decided to put their two cents in. And it's not ordinary for them to do it. They usually keep their trap shut. But now it seems like they want to wade in to everything that happened. They said not all clubs are gangs. Wow. Wow. I have to ask myself, what even gives you the right to talk on something that has to deal with motorcycle clubs and you're a bunch of cops and retired cops? Again, it goes back to the whole nine yards here. goes cir- full circle. And that is, you guys want to be like us. You guys are trying so desperately to be relevant that now you're poking your nose in the stuff that you usually didn't. That was one thing the Blue Knights were known for is the never get involved in all this kind of stuff. But I guess it's a new day and age now that, hey, why not get some media? Sad state of affairs, sad state of affairs. Anyway, now this is how bikers get together. Everybody knows about the rumble or rolling thunder, was it? Did they call it that up there? Yeah, the rolling thunder up in Canada. Everybody knew that happened and boy was there a turnout out there. I'm always saying, "Why, wow, man, why can't we get a turnout like that and some of these other issues that we're dealing with?" And I guess the police officers were not happy at all. When are they when they're not controlling somebody? That protest cost up to 3 million dollars. That's what I'm talking about. They want to screw with us, band together, and cost them their money. Same thing with people who don't like us around, but we'll take our money. Daytona, Sturges, all that good stuff. Now they're saying 
sustainability solution is needed. It's also funny. Oh, freaking Uncle Joe, Brandon, comes out and says, MAGA is the most dangerous political thing to happen in our lifetimes. They can't stand hardworking men and women, these uh, elites. They really can't. Same thing up in uh, Canada. If it threatens their power, they're against it. Now you're starting to see what their true intentions are going after groups that really can stand up to them. You got to remember, clubs, they're like, what, almost 60, 70% ex-military? Of course the government don't want everybody getting together with that. Let's see here. Oh, Eli said police are expecting more convoy protests in the future and a solution needs to be found. Well, here in the United States, we do have the right to protest, but uh, I don't know how it is in Canada if you do. But from what we're seeing down here in the States, they cracking down on you guys any chance they get. But we have to say to ourselves. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get when you vote for that stuff. Maybe you might want to rethink that stuff. Protesters arrived Friday afternoon as part of the Rolling Thunder Rally organized by Freedom Fighters Canada, a group dedicated to speaking out against COVID-19 mandates. Are those still going on? They trying to revive it? Oh, wait a second. It's election season. My fault. Eli said the police, including officers brought in from outside the Capitol, were prepared for every eventuality and had intelligence about the bikers and their plans. Already starting to make them look bad. But less was known about the intentions of other protesters not part of the core group who arrived in pickup trucks, big rigs, cars, and campers. That group, we don't know who's who. See, people, those that are in power are scared. Scared of losing their power, scared of losing their money. Protest, stand up. Stand on your two feet. Most of all, stand together. The relatively peaceful protests could have escalated if officers had not been so well prepared. Okay. So what you're saying was it's a peaceful protest. That's what you're saying. But now you're trying to pat yourself on the back. Okay. It could have easily gone the other way. A lot of people were denied entry to the downtown with their vehicle. Ottawa police called in more than 800 reinforcements from RCMP and other forces to help, including by blocking off highway exits and streets in downtown. You know what I get? Another thing why I really don't support cops is you'll say it's, well, I'm just doing my job as you're breaking up these patriotic protests. You're sitting there doing it. Well, it's my job. I got to. 
when does right and wrong come into play with you? Just gotta ask, man. When does right come before your job? Police incorporated lessons learned from the last winter and took the proactive steps necessary to maintain public safety. Uh, now, out of all them people, over the weekend, 10 people were arrested, including seven who had taken part in the earlier Freedom Convoy protests and had breached court orders banning them from returning to Ottawa. If you guys love our protections here in the United States, you better start sticking them up for um just saying because quite frankly, look at how it is around the world. How it is that where they can just shut people down. We're supposed to be a free loving people. We need to get back to that. Anyway, going to News 5, WKRG. Argument leads to deadly shootout with motorcycle gang at Florida Bar. Oh, Grady Judd is back in there. I'm not going to play the video because, quite frankly, he annoys me. Haines City man was arrested after fatally shooting a man and injuring another after an argument at a local bar. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said the shooting happened at 5 at the Shady Cove Bar on State Road 544 East. The Sheriff's Office said that the incident began as an argument between Joshua Bandela, 31, of Hines City and a motorcycle gang that was at the bar. Oh, give that dude any chance to say it, he'll say it. He'll say motorcycle gang. But... Here's the deal. Sheriff Grady said that the initial disturbance was between Bandillo and the motorcyclist calmed down when he bought a round of beer. However, he followed, then followed them to an outdoor part of the bar and continued to harass them until he was asked to leave. The motorcyclists, here you go, were not being rowdy. But you just call them motorcycle gangs. They weren't out of control. They were minding their own business. And we've got Joshua Bedella. He drinks him some liquor courage and decided he'd march around like a bandy rooster. Now we've clipped his wings. When he left Bandella, he continued to argue with the group until he turned back around, pushed past several people and fired at the group. Hitting a 32-year-old man from Lakeland. Unreal. Unreal. He was found uh, wounded at his parents' house. But you notice that? He says they weren't doing nothing, minding their own business, and... Yeah, they never could get it straight. Anyway, Springfield. Police search Hell's, Angel uh, Hell's Angels Hangout in Springfield. For information and drive-by shooting. Springfield police say they searched a known hangout of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club uh, on Monday afternoon for information related to a drive-by shooting that took place last week. 
Uh, yeah, we know about what time and all that. Uh, according to the Springfield uh, Police Department, the search warrant was served at the Motorcycle Club hangout near the corner of West Ave and Madison. Oh, the FBI was there. Wonder. No information on the arrest uh, or what was recovered in the search has been released to the public. Now, this is one thing I don't get is the Hells Angels MC and their affiliates, the Galloping Goose and the Midwest Drifters have a history in uh, Springfield. Galloping Goose ain't a affiliate their own deal uh now they go back to 2012 uh hell's angels and their affiliates were the subjects of an investigation after tensions rose between them and a rival group the vagos motorcycle club uh the tension between the groups escalated nationally and in missouri resulted in massive fights where people were shot Ugh, that coming out of Springfield right there but the story before that like I said he starts out calling them a bunch of gangs and stuff like that and next thing you know well they didn't do nothing wrong then why did you talk about them like that you don't even talk about them like they're human beings now I know why you, they love you down there them people oh you're tough on crime well be tough on the real uh, criminal man not going out there toting your horn. That's why I didn't play that video. Was because it was 15 minutes long. The guy never shuts up. And anytime there's a camera. He's right there. Unbelievable. What do you guys think about the first story with the convoy? What's going on US of A? Why can't we get these types of events going with that many people? We're looking bad, man. We're looking bad. Got to get something together, man. Got to get something together. Make them sweat. Cost them $3 million. Anyway, we're going to the uh, second half of the show right now with China Dow. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Dancers and escorts. We'll be right back after this music break. Rock on.
it's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. You know what? People are the biggest pricks. Biggest pricks in life. Why? What happened? And here I am going to say, you know what? Guess what? It's sunny. Finally up here in northern Illinois. Going to be working on a little boat that I uh, picked up. Then I look because I was talking about spina bifida. Yeah. And how they're trying to put a GoFundMe together to help this uh, guy get a motorcycle. Yeah. Reply on one of the comments sections just now, and I couldn't freaking believe it. Cool story. But if he's working and can buy a truck, he can buy a trike. Dude's working in a coffee shop. He's probably making minimum wage. If that. It's like... Or it could be like a waitress... At the coffee shop, and he's just living off... Well, he was the manager, but they still don't make no money. No. And it's like, why can't you just enjoy the story instead of being a prick? Why you gotta be a negative Nancy? What a Karen, man. Oh my god. Can we go throw some hands? I I think it's time to throw some hands on this Oh, I want to. We kind of got an important show today. Second half of this. We're going to be talking about ALS. And we're also going to be talking about how these pricks at Apple are now saying, because they have to go into the office, that they're not getting flexibility. And the plan to go in the office is just making it where more white men are in there. And it's making it a hostile environment. And it's racist to make us go in. But first... We got to lighten the mood before we get into this tough stuff. <laughs> you got a story that I almost died. I almost shit myself, literally. <laughs> That's because it falls into play with what I, what I said yesterday. I mean, you asked me, we were talking because I did that family feud question about a porta potty, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a woman rescued after falling in toilet trying to get her phone. Ooh, nasty business. You think you just leave that there in the shit, literally. So this woman in Washington State accidentally drops her cell phone in the hole of the outhouse in a national forest and fell in trying to retrieve (laughs) it. I bet she had a shitty experience. Oh, man. Talk about a shit story. (laughs) But Washington State does say everything about who the person is. And let me tell you, she... Okay. She disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try and get the phone and eventually used the leash to tie herself off to try and reach it. Well, epic fail, and she fell headfirst into the toilet. <laughs> and she gets stuck? And she couldn't get back out. <laughs> she, so she actually <laughs> fell in the hole. She fell in the hole headfirst into, oh! into all that shite. Just trying to get her phone. And what did I say yesterday? My biggest fear is going into a portage on and my fucking phone falls in the hole. And look, it happened to this lady. Better her than you. Yeah, I know, because I'd be getting somebody else to go get it. I ain't going in. 
<laughs> so I guess she was alone and tried to get out for like 10 or 15 minutes. And then she, you know, found her phone in in the shitter and called 911 from you, her phone. You imagine if somebody w- went in there to take a shit <laughs> and she looked up. And, they, and, and then I guess, you know, they said, well, mm, tying leashes up and whatnot didn't work very well. Now did it. That's what they said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... The firefighters passed her uh, blocks to stand on and reached uh, a harness and then was able to reach a harness in and they were able to pull her out of the vault, as they called it. (laughs) (laughs) And she was uninjured. Well, I would hope she had a nice soft landing, kind of squishy. Oh! Well, falling head first into that crap, literally. Talk about a way to start a day. See, you know, this is why piss in the woods, shit in the woods. Don't don't use a port john Sorry, just don't. Now I understand why you're all scared of them. Dude, can you imagine? I mean, it's like you look down. I don't know if anybody's ever looked down in there. But <laughs> you look down. It's not that it's... it's I, I don't know how the hell it's that long of a way down. Some of these, they dig down, dig down. Yeah, but like these porta johns that they bring from like for like carnivals and stuff, you look in there and they're even a far way down, and it's like, yeah, but how is a, it that far? That's a whole different uh, deal when you're going to one of these. But other this ones. is an actual outhouse at a national forest, right? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you imagine having to Blech. live in the like 1800s, and you know, ha- you got to take a shit in the middle of the night, and it's like 30 below zero. You got to run outside, take a shark. Hey, sis, if you, like, ever set your outhouse up, don't bring your phone with you. <laughs> yeah, don't bring your phone. <laughs> I'm not going to come to your rescue in the shitter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not happening. You're on your own. <laughs> oh, man. I. Uh, what is she being called now, shithead? Probably because she landed at first in the toilet. <laughs> I'd never let her live it down. I wouldn't. I and, never. And for do them it. to make the news, to make the news out there. Oh, for even it. worse! Did they give her name? They did not. They did not. At least she's they lucky on that. A, they just said a woman. <laughs> they did not release her name. I'm like, man, I was trying to find her name too, but I couldn't. So I tried, cause man, I would like totally like say it for like ever. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if her name was like Karen? <laughs> I'd die. <laughs> Best. She got what she deserved. Moving on from the shit story. <laughs> it was such a shit storm that day. Do you oh. know that Biden said students are teachers' children's? What, huh? They say it, the kids are theirs. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, uh, no. It's messed up. I mean, I understand if they would have said, you know, treat kids like you would treat your own, but not calling them that they are theirs, that's just Well, that upended parents, they're out there saying, we do not co-parent with the government. Anyway, I wanted to get into the first half of the show uh, about Lou Gehrig's disease. Go for it. I was talking about spina bifida... In the first segment. Right. About how strong they are. Our grandbaby goes through it. Because he has a severe case of spina bifida. Yes. 
He's he has to wear a strake. And a feeding tube. And a shunt. And another shunt. <laughs> he's got a shunt in his chest, and he's got a shunt in the back of his head. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're warriors. That little baby goes on with a smile. He's attached to his grandma more than Papa. What can I say? I'm the cute one. Yeah, you are the cute one. I'm more I am fun kind of, than you. I can't help it. I am. I'm kind of ugly. Yeah. Well. They go through such trials and tribulations that none of us would ever be able to do. Nope. Never. Mm-mm. He's had more surgeries in his two and two two and a half years than I've had in my life. And it's scary every time he goes in because he's little. Well, and the reason, the main reason why it's so scary is because, you know, a lot of the surgeries, they mess with his spine. And it's like, you know, there's always that chance where these doctors can be dumbasses and slip. Mm -hmm. And and then if that happens, you know, the spina bifida turns into, could turn into paraplegic or whatever. Because they're right there. They are right there. You know, and then, and then you know, they've had to replace his shunt, which is in the back of his head, which is another scary thing. But that thing's amazing, because he, uh, he, he, he used to have a lot of the fluid mm-hmm. on the brain, the hydro... I don't know. I can't remember the word. Where there's a lot of fluid on the brain, but that right. thing's helped. Now he's got, like, a port or a shunt that's in his chest that is supposed to help drain all the excess fluid and stuff that goes into his stomach mm-hmm. it's like he's got another procedure coming up on the 16th right that is a real bad disease another one that is bad and the reason why i wanted to talk about this one is because we knew somebody with it yeah. and she passed away and it's one of the most horrible ways to die and that is als now it was named after Lou Gehrig. Which I was stupid last night, and I said, what? It's the same thing? Yeah, it's the same that thing. Was so dumb. I'm like... Lou Gehrig's well, one of my heroes because in baseball. it's like you hear about Lou Gehrig's disease, and then when we heard about our friend that had ALS, I never coincided the two. I really didn't, because they always said ALS. So it's like, there are two names for it, because I'm, I'm dumb. I looked it up. <laughs> And the way she went was miserable. Couldn't breathe, couldn't move, couldn't eat. And it's like, wow. Let's hear from Lou Gehrig. This was uh, his famous speech at Yankee Stadium. Everybody knows I love my Cubbies in the National League, but I also love my Yankees because they've had some of the best players in the history of baseball. But let's take a listen. First baseman Lou Gehrig hung up an amazing mark by playing in 2,130 consecutive games. Then a fatal disease attacked baseball's Iron Man. In Yankee Stadium, touched to tears by the tribute, Gehrig made his last public appearance. For the past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad break. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face, on the of, the face of the earth. When you look, when around, you look around, wouldn't you wouldn't consider you it privilege, privilege 
to associate yourself with such a fine-looking man as a standing in uniform in this ballpark today. That I might have been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Thank you. That was uh, his famous speech at Yankee Stadium. Now, if people don't know what ALS is, it is a progressive nervous system disease. It destroys nerve cells that can uh, 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 contribute to various forms of disabilities and other symptoms. Mm-hmm. In the early stages of the disease, it's characterized by mild twitching or slurred speech as the muscles begin to fail. As the disease gets worse, it can impair a person's ability to move their muscles at all, can hinder their ability to eat, talk, or perform other daily functions. And unfortunately, there is no cure. No cure whatsoever. And if it is if it is left to progress without managing it all, because they do have things that help manage it, mm-hmm. but it's not going to cure it. But if if it progresses too quickly, it eventually is fatal. Right. You know who else has it, right? Hmm. The Sopranos. Metal. No. Yeah, she has it. What? Yeah. No way. And also, we'll go through it later on, Steve McMichael, uh, he was with the legendary 85 Bears. He is now terrible if you look at him. And it just take it ravages your body. Yeah. But I say these are true warriors because they face life. You always have these people that blame others and try to give up on life. Look at what these people are going through. But I mean if you sit there if you sit back and actually think about your personal situations, there are people out there obviously that have it way worse off. Big time worse. And, and off. I'm and I'm not talking financially. I am talking no. I am talking, okay, like, I sit here and, you know, I do a show on, you know, my all my mental issues. Okay, yeah, I have mental issues while my grandson's spi- fighting with the spina bifida. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we lost a really close friend to ALS. So there's stuff out there that is way worse off than what you are feeling at this moment. I agree 100%. And it's kind of funny, a lot of people don't know about these diseases. We didn't. Until no, we they didn't, actually happen. No, we when when our good friend was diagnosed with ALL, ALS, it's we actually I well I did. I did a lot of research on it so I could learn more about it. And because that's just what I do cuz if you don't lo- if you don't look it up, you don't how are you going to learn? Right. But it also helped that her husband, he explained a lot to us and the, how it's going to progress. So we were aware. 
at the ending, they need 24-hour around-the-clock care. Yeah, they need... They can't do actually nothing. It's one of them deals of, say you have a stroke. People have described... One of my friends had one. They describe it as being in your body but can't communicate. Mm -hmm. And at the end, this is kind of like what it is. You're in a body but you can't communicate. You can't communicate, you can't move. A lot of times with ALS, you use the capabilities of swallowing. So then that's where they end up getting also like how our grandson, they get a trach, they get a, you know, a feeding tube because they can no longer swallow because all their motor functions are basically one at a time or even multiple motor functions at a time stop working. Mm-hmm. They literally just stop, and you can't do it anymore. You can't even move. You can't even take care of yourself. At I mean, that point. it goes from usually the first thing that goes is the capabilities of walking, is one of the first things where you'd be <clears throat> just walking to the bathroom and you would just fall because, and it has nothing to do with tripping over something. It has nothing to do with being clumsy. You just legit your legs give out on you and you fall. So there's, then you're at high risk for falling, and it's one of the main reasons people invest in, like, um, when they have this disease, walkers and wheelchairs, because it, you'd be surprised how quickly ALS takes control of your body. Or how it comes on, man. When we knew her... It was like, damn, we didn't even know anything was wrong. But he said it was the last couple years that, boom, it just struck. Mm -hmm. It just struck. You know, and then you start losing, you know, your, your functions as far as walking and your mobility. Then you got the slurred speech because your tongue is a freaking muscle. It's got nerves attached to it. And you have a hard time speaking uh, in... And there are some steps that you can take to prevent it from worsening too quickly. But, you know, with everybody, and just like with anything, it's not 100% guaranteed. It's basically a death sentence. Pretty much. Basically, it's Pretty a death much. sentence. You know, people get the muscle cramps, which, like, when we get a muscle cramp or, like, a Charlie horse, it's not that bad. But here's an example does everybody remember the ice bucket challenge? Oh, yeah. All right? That was for ALS. That was for ALS because guess what? That was out there because that ice bucket challenge, when you dump that ice water over you, that is what a person with ALS feels like 24-7. I couldn't even imagine. So for us to do a two-second challenge is nothing compared to having to feel that sensation all day, every day, for the rest of your life. That is how a person with ALS feels. I, some of the technology out there I fear, like this microchip uh, that they want to put under everybody's skin. But Elon Musk, he posted a video of stimulation in the brain where, you know, it's technology, it's ch uh, chip. 
Mm-hmm. They're using it on Parkinson patients right now. Yeah. You know how they shake uncontrollably if and you're you went through that with your father. Yeah. If you ever seen Michael J. Fox, how he really shakes really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, they came out with this stimulation where if it's turned on, all of it's gone. And I'm hoping technology really gets going as far as this is concerned. Maybe it would give them a better quality of life. Maybe. But my worry is it's just like stem cell research. You get the religious right that's going to come out and say, no, you're not supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. While it's I saving. I personally wouldn't see anything wrong with having the microchip that would cause stimulation. It, how How is that? Okay, you're going to probably think this is a stupid statement, but how is that any different than somebody getting a prosthetic leg? I agree 100%. Or, you know, and now with the way they have like a prosthetic arm... Where they have it where if you concentrate, you know, because they got to use their brain function and it can squeeze things and hold things and you could pick up things just like a well, normal person's hand. It's like Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, so, maybe the Force. Be w- so what is it? Uh, May Force? May the Fourth be with you. May the Fourth be with you. Retard. But you know. the technology coming up is is insane. But what I worry about, again, is the religious right saying you can't do it. Well, mind your business. That's, what that's I, the that's, problem. That's people it. don't mind their business, and people are okay, not well in that then, situation. Why don't we tell these people to take a bite of food and chew on it and imagine not being able to do that in my, anymore? Because that's what ALS is going to eventually stop. You can't, Agreed. You can't chew. You can't chew, but they'll still throw out bullshit where, well... It's still against, you know, our beliefs and stuff. Who cares? You're not going through it. See, that's just it. That is just it. When these people go against all this stuff, like how you're explaining right now, if you've never gone through it, you've never known anybody to go through it, what gives you the right to say anything about shit? Mm-hmm. Seriously. why? What gives you the right to go out and say that somebody that's going through this can't have something done to help have them live a better life just because it's against your religious views well so it's against your religious views so then guess what then you shouldn't have it done but it's not against that person's religious views i think that is the biggest problem with religion first off i believe it's man-made i believe religion is man-made they take everything out of context. If you're truly believing in the man upstairs, that's a personal relationship between you and him. And your actions shouldn't be based on what other people's morality is so-called. So when you tell me that I have a chance to cure some kind of awful disease because of stem cell research... You're a prick. If there was something that could help my grandbaby, you're damn right I'd be out there to go grab it. Oh, 100%. 100%. I agree. I would, too. 
if there was anything out there that would, I mean, and, and we can't say a cure-all because there's, with these kind of things, there's no cure-all. There's stuff that can be done to give them more of a longevity of life. More comfort. And not as much pain and be able to do a little more than the normal person. Well, like you said, go do the ice buck challenge and see how you feel. Exactly. And imagine that feeling all day for the rest of your life because that's exactly 100% what they feel like. Because I spoke to someone when that ice bucket challenge was a big deal, like when it first started. And I spoke to somebody who has a family member that had ALS at the time. And I'm like, well, because... We knew somebody, because this happened way after mm-hmm. she passed, and I'm like, well, we knew somebody, and we didn't know that that's how they feel all the time, and it's like, dude, for that two seconds of dumping that ice bucket, because I did the challenge, you know, for that s- couple seconds of dumping that ice water over you, and how the tingling and the numbing and the feeling that you get, to realize that somebody has to feel that all day is upsetting actually it is it is upsetting you know it's like and then i sat there and i you know i remember telling you mr hollywood can you imagine this is what she felt all the time i couldn't bear it i couldn't bear it you know and then it's like you know it really makes you think Mm -hmm. it really does and if there were things out there like with elon musk and what he's doing and you know, I'm not for the chip with the stupid debit card crap, but with Elon Musk, he's going way above and beyond. There's so much that could help people. Well, I know he's planning on, he is working with um, paraplegics too, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to help hit where they can walk, actually walk again. Yeah, that again, that stimulation in the spine, they're actually working that. So it's like, you know, something like that, you know, that would be something that would be amazing even for someone like our grandson. Because, you know, from their waist down, their legs are just like, I guess the easiest way to put it is like jello. Because they have to work so hard just to plant their feet on the ground. Because I watch our grandson do this. And to push themselves to stand. You know, it's like we were over there the other day and he put his hands on my knees. And then for secure for for my safety, for my well-being, I put my hands on top of his hands and it took him some time and he pushed so hard with the biggest smile on his face the whole entire time to stand up in front of me, holding on to me. And it's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I'm like, did, I'm like, did you just see what he did? Did you look, look, look? <laughs> because every time he does it, it's amazing. What's that tell you about the spirit of human beings? If we actually all looked at life where we had to mow through all our problems, but at the same time stay positive. That there's people out there that are way stronger than we are. You imagine if we had that kind of spirit, how the world would be right now? I think if everybody was all have had that such of high spirits, that this world would be a totally different place. It would, because why? I mean, he's only two and a half. 
and just watching him learn new things like he got so excited because he has a tablet and he touches a, a photo of me or a photo of hollywood and it says papa and it'll say it'll say grandma and it's like that's how he, he communicates because because he can't speak because his vocal cords the reason for his trach is his vocal cords do not function mm. so he'll push the buttons on this tablet and the look on his face when he does it is just like he gets all excited because he's communicating with because us. Because he's actually able to talk to us without verbally talking to us. We have yet to hear his voice, and I can't wait for that day. To be honest, I can't. What do you think about people who have to bring... every? They find any excuse to bring somebody down. Any excuse. I think it's because... Because they want to make themselves feel better about themselves. That and they're miserable. They're miserable son of a bitches. Well, the saying goes, misery misery deserves company. So if somebody's miserable in their life, they're going to want everybody around them to be miserable. And, yeah, I kind of, you know, I grew up with a woman like that. Right. She was miserable, so she always tried to make everybody else miserable. Well, guess what? Epic fail! (laughs) You can't. You can't let somebody like that control you. You can't let somebody that's freaking miserable 24-7. You know, you can try until you're blue in the face to, like, make somebody that is like that a happier person, but it doesn't work. Because you gotta admit you have an issue before you can actually be helped or want to be helped. You have to want to be helped. And there's a discussion going on with this guy I was talking about earlier. The story literally said he's a uh, shift supervisor at a restaurant. You really think motherfuckers make that kind of money at a restaurant, even if you're a shift supervisor? No. No. And that tells you what about bikers are really about. They want to help somebody. Yeah. They go out of their way to put on fundraisers, to put on benefits. Yes. To make something happen. Because when you see a person who's facing life like they are, you want to help. It don't the fight the shift supervisor. Who cares? Yeah. He wants to be a part of something, and this is what he needs to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I was even pissed off at YouTube because they wouldn't let me post the GoFundMe link. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. That's YouTube. It's probably crossing a guideline. Wouldn't doubt it with their freaking TOS. But the guy, you don't get it. I don't care if he's a shift supervisor. You go through what the hell he's went through. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's just like Mr. F- What's his name? The football player for the Bears. Steve McMichael. Oh. When you sent me the article about him yesterday, I was like, I seen him and I'm like, oh my God, he is unrecognizable. He is. He's skin and bones. One of the greatest fucking uh, players in uh, Bears history. And he's skin and bones. He is legit unrecognizable. And needs five nurses 24 hours around the clock. Yes. To help. Yeah. Now he's got the funds to pay for something like that. But what about the people who don't? Exactly. What about the people that have ha, have those kind of issues that have no medical insurance? 
it's tough. Because there's a lot of insurance companies out there that will not insure you because guess why? Pre-existing conditions, and if they are diagnosed before getting insurance with something as severe as like ALS or spina bifida or whatever, they're not going to get insured. Not. Mm-mm. See, a lot of people bang on me because I believe... This is my personal belief that living in a country as rich as we are, I believe every single person should have health insurance. We pay into it. And then you take our money and you spend it overseas. But our people here at home can't even get basic health insurance. People have to go to the ER in order to be seen by a doctor. Yeah, and then wait till that bill shows up at your house. Then it comes back to, well, I want to be able to choose my own doctor or choose my own plan. Okay, fine. That's there. You already got that choice. But what about the others? Now, they go around and say, well, that's socialized medicine. Well, it don't matter to you because you got it. But I believe a basic right of the citizens of this country, because California is giving it to all the illegals, give health insurance to everybody. Mm -hmm. Stop giving our money to everybody else. Well, that would cost trillions of dollars. Well, stop sending a trillion dollars over to fucking overseas. Keep the money in the U.S. and use it for things that should be used for. Or, hey, if you need to, take a vote on it. Look at the countries that do have it. They got a healthier population. I just think that's a conversation that needs to be had. Because, quite frankly, these cocksuckers in Congress, they get free health care for the rest of their life. And good shit. So if somebody came down with ALS, they have the means to deal with it. Yeah. Could real. you imagine a family of four, and it's already bad enough that you have to work your ass off with two people working. The days of the woman staying home in the kitchen are gone. But then they have a child that comes up with ALS or spina bifida. Or cancer. Or cancer. Yeah. Anything. They're already having a hard time making ends meet. Now they're going to have medical bills on top of that. They're going to be underwater. 100%. And then, when you get a serious disease like this, half the time, or most of the time, you got to be there on a 24-hour basis. Mm -hmm. So then you're losing income. They just put people in a bad situation where it doesn't need to be that way. Well, that's like your daughter has to be home 24-7 with our grandson. Right. She can't work. She's not allowed to work. She can't work because she somebody has to be there to make sure his uh, trach is cleared out because it, he could choke if it doesn't get cleaned out. Uh, the feeding tube, everything. You know, it's like, it's a 
job. It is, and the finances suck. You know, we're always helping. Yeah. Because she can't go to work. Right. But why... She gets the basics mm-hmm. for health insurance. And a lot of times, the bills come rolling in. Oh, yeah. I'd have to say his care each year has to be at least a half a million dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if I'm paying taxes, like I was trying to explain to you yesterday, when we have to pay taxes every year, why is it got to go overseas? Why can't we take care of our people? And then you'll have a bunch of people coming out, well, you're a socialist, Hollywood. No, it's a basic human right to have health care. What if you're going through something like this? What if your family's going through something like this? I think it would. your mind would change. Definitely. That's what's wrong with people is they have to experience to understand it. And that's with anything. To be honest with you. I wish one of the miserablest fucking persons in the the world always complaining about life would spend one day with people with serious ass diseases and see if that changes their outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Volunteer somewhere. It's a damn gift life. Yeah. It's a gift. It is. It's something not to be sitting there crying and whining about because you feel like it's too hard. Go spend a day with somebody that has these diseases. Mm-hmm. And then come back with a straight face and say, I got it too hard. Just come back and tell me that. I don't think they would. Their way of thinking would totally change. Agreed. But in the rat race, nobody stops and thinks about that. Mm-mm. It's all group think. Well, if I'm a Republican, I'm a Republican. I can't believe in some of the other policies. And if I'm in this religion, it has to be this way. Exactly. You can't push a religion on me. That's one of the reasons why I stopped going to church. Is because, well, wait, you're going to look at me because of the way I look? Go fuck yourself. I don't need you. I'll go straight to the source. I think the one thing, the one thing when I was growing up that used to bother me, because, yeah, I had to go to church every Sunday, is you see that collection plate go past you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And I remember my dad telling me that the church, at least our church, required 10%. 10% of your income as a donation every week. Right. What the hell? Really? Why? 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 Because it was because said gonna, in the Bible. Because if I'm going to give you, a, if I have a dollar, I'll give you a dollar, but you ain't getting no 10% of my income every week. No, I'm sorry. What do you do with that money? That's what the, I never knew growing up. <laughs> the Catholic Church, they're too busy paying off sexual abuse fucking claims. I mean, what what do they do with the money? Is it to rebuild? I know a lot of our, the funds that when I was growing up, we they added an addition on to our church because mm-hmm. um, our church was really small. And they put an addition on the church to make it more, like twice the size 
But it's like, okay, after that's said and done, right? where does everybody's 10% grow? I grew, I grew up in Schaumburg. So you know the people that were going to that church, they had money. Right. It's just, where's it go? When we come back, we're going to talk about this uh, story with the Apple employees calling it racist to have to go back to work. No appeal on the docket today, just my home sin. The walls cold and pale, the cage made of steel. Screams fill the room, I drop and kneel. Silence now, the sound, my breath, the only emotion around. Cluttering around my face Showing no emotion Shackled by my sentence Expecting no return Here there is no penance My skin begins to burn
Employees say returning to the office will make company younger, whiter, and more male-dominated. Has it gotten that bad? Really, has it gotten that bad where people feel entitled that they don't even have to go to work again? Pretty much. Pretty much. They'd rather sit at home. Which, you know, working from home is awesome. It really is. But if you're in a position where you got to go into a corporate office and bitch, you're an asshole. Because just think about working in them warehouses. Do they get to work from home? No. Hell no. That's physical labor. They can't work from home. But now you're going around saying it's racist and white male dominated. I cannot believe how bad it really has got in this country. I find it funny that they, they, they bust out the word white. So you got to pull out a race card for a job, what? Because you got to go back in the office? Aww. Got now, I admit, I admit, 10 years from now when the metaverse really gets going, where you to put on these virtual reality freaking headsets, yeah, you can interact with people that way. At what cost, though? It's not only going to work, but it also gives you an opportunity to socialize. That's how bad California really is right now, people. They're now saying it is racist to go into an office. I think the damage that was done by the COVID-19 restrictions has really screwed this country up. It screwed it up royally. 
I don't need. I don't want to go to work. What do you need a safe space at work now? And what's even worse is they entertain these fucking people. If I was a business owner, I'd tell them go get fucked. I'll hire somebody else. Don't give a fuck about your feelings. I hired you to because uh, I a needed job. your skills, your your job. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about your beliefs. You're here to work. But it always seems like these corporations bend to the minorities. The minority of people. The yeah. sliver. At the consequences of the majority. Well, what it, say, it says is <clears throat> there is a group called Apple Together, which comprom- which comprises uh, some 200 employees of the company's 165,000 in total. How many? There's 165,000 employees total. And this group of 200 employees released an open letter to Apple's executive team this past week titled Thoughts on Office-Bound Working. You're serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The group wrote that the employees and executives have a different vision of how the, f- the future of work ought to be and said that they begin for- being forced to return to the office will deplete time and resources. I'd be like, you're fired. You don't want to come to work, you're fired. In-person collaboration, they said, was important for the creative process, but not something that was needed every day of the week. That's like these kids going around saying, well, I don't want to be a worker bee. Well, how the hell are you going to support yourself, you dumb fuck? Mm-hmm. That's not how life works. And I guess, according to a part, because they didn't release the whole letter yet, I guess... So the part that they did release, there is a line in there that, the, I mean, the par- the paragraph that cracks me up, okay, it, it, the exact quote is, it will make Apple younger, whiter, more male-dominant, more n- neuronormative, more able-bodied. In short, it will lead to privileges deciding who can work for Apple, not who would fit best. That's craziness. Yeah, that's a that's a quote from their thing. And it says the the group concluded its letter by urging executives to stop trying to control how often you see us in the office. So basically these people want to continue working from home where the company wants them to come back to the workplace. And the CEO, what is it? Uh whatever his fucking name is. He's actually entertaining these fools? No, screw that. You're fired. I'll get others. Job market's big right now. I don't care about your feelings. I think his name's Tim Cook, but I'm Tim not Cook. Sure. I believe it's Tim Cook. Why even entertain them? And it's even worse. When you're in a fight with the liberal guys... Don't ever apologize to the fucking pricks. Don't ever apologize for the way you think. 
Because you know what? When you do, they find something else wrong with you. Well, see, I guess the whole concept, it's called a, a, a hybrid work plan that Apple's trying to put out there. And what they're wanting to do is they want their corporate employees to actually be physically in the office three out of the five days a week. And uh, these 200 employees disagree with that and say that that shouldn't be that they should have a choice. Again, does that do the people working in the warehouse have a choice? Nope, because they can't just be at work three days a week and do two at home. <laughs> they feel it, that's the problem with these people that have higher degrees. They feel like they're entitled. Mm-hmm. There is a person at your work. Oh Jesus! Yeah. That felt entitled, and I said, you know what? The next step is they're gonna pull that fucking race card. <laughs> it's like, okay, you were a no call, no show for the last two days. You're fired. Well, technically, our company, when you're a no call, no show for two two days, you we that's considered as a, a quit. That they quit. yeah, you quit. That they quit. And this girl was only there for five days. <laughs> But then came back and yelled. Oh, oh my God. She yelled at the manager. Because the rules at the job is you can't have your cell uh, cell phone on you. Unless you're management. And she knew this. Yeah. She also knew when she was hired uh, and she was informed by the manager and the district manager that they were hiring for employees for mid-shift to close. Well, now, all of a sudden, since, you know, her husband works from home, and she has two kids, and he works from home, well, I can't come in at 2 because my daughter gets off the bus at 2.24. And uh, what happened the last week that wasn't an issue? It's entitlement. Well, they're not his That's what these (laughs) schools are teaching these kids is entitlement. And her fa- her favorite thing was calling and threatening the manager that she's going to make sure she gets hers because she did not accommodate her schedule. Well, you were told straight up, but get it off of her. Uh, that was just an example of the way people think. That was idiotic for anybody to even entertain her bitches, if you ask me. If I was your manager, I said, go to corporate. Fuck you. Well, that's exactly what she was told to do. But this white privilege shit is like, you know what? Fuck you. You know how hard it is for everybody out there right now? Extremely. Nobody has white privilege. Last time I thought, hey, I have to work 12 to 14 hours a day just to make it. Mm -hmm. You got to do the same thing. Yeah, I don't get a choice to not work because I'm a. <laughs> oh my God, that's a whole different story, right? Well, even there. <laughs> when I'm not, when, even when I'm not at work, I'm kind of at work because they're always calling me for something. So it's like you know, like the other day was my day off. I had to go in for a few hours to cover for somebody. You know, it's like it's like 24 hours a day. COVID really fucked everything up, man. The psyche of this country has changed, and it's depressing, and it's freaking scary, man. Mm-hmm. No wonder our country's falling behind in every damn thing. Every damn thing. And there's other countries probably looking at us right now saying, what the fuck is with you people? 
<laughs> Probably. Anyway, tomorrow we're going to be talking about... We're we're running out of time. No, we're not. I got we got time. We got time. I yeah. It's time for I got a to question. Get your nastiness ready. Okay, we got to go over this. She gets pissed if I don't. Go ahead. <laughs> Top six answers are on the board. We surveyed a hundred men. Name something of yours that's dirty. My mouth. <laughs> well, I guess. I got a dirty mouth and a mind. There it is. Dirty mind. That's number four. You know what? I never get the first one. No. (laughs) You don't. Never. And the first one is like Captain Obvious. What's Captain Obvious? Like, go look in your garage. What? Your car or your motorcycle. Yeah, I kind of got uh, two motorcycles out there. Got a boat out there. I got another boat on the side of the freaking, uh, yeah, you know, Hollywood and his toys. <laughs> then I got a freaking tractor in there. Along, uh, dude, I'm backed in my garage. Mm-hmm. I love stuff with engines. I can't, you know, I have to admit it. I got that uh, yep. deal. Number one, Morbic. My car. <laughs> car, and then it says slash motorcycle. So, yeah, if, if your car's dirty, go clean it. Oh, my truck's always clean. What about your car? My car needs a bath. You're too lazy to even put $5 to go through a freaking automatic freaking thing where you sit there. Where uh, goes my wife. <laughs> She's dirty. Give her a bath. <laughs> Do the smell test. Finger test. Finger test. <laughs> So, so far we've got car slash motorcycle or your mind. What are some of the other ones? Your dishes. Oh, you just use the dishwasher now. <laughs> Dirty knobs the toilets. <laughs> or you fall into a shitty situation like in an odd house. Yeah, go diving in to get your cell phone. <laughs> He goes, I didn't mean dirty like that, you ass ass. <laughs> Put a midget up again. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to do it. <laughs> Smell test. <laughs> All right, so we got... Fucking <laughs> Marvin. He's going to make me pee. <laughs> yeah, your bathroom is actually... It's only... It's number six. Your bathroom is number six. But it's your car or your motorcycle was number one. Number two are your clothes and your shoes. Clothes and your shoes? Are dirty. Well, yeah. Your body takes shower. Smell test. Your mind. Your dishes. I thought you were going to say your dick. (laughs) (laughs) Your dick. Your dick is dirty. Go wash your balls. Y'all need to wash your balls. That's all I'm saying. Wash them good. Scrub real good underneath. Y'all men, do you ever forget to wash underneath them? Okay, moving on. What? It's hump day. I had to go there. <laughs> and then, of course, the last one was the bathroom. Rock on. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about strippers and hookers. Yeah, really? And how that affects a personal relationship in them type of uh, working uh, environments. <laughs> Hookers and strippers, baby. Hookers and strippers. 
Are we going to go see some? I got to lighten things up a little bit. Are but actually, gonna... it's a very serious subject because it affects a relationship. It affects those around you and stuff. So that's what's up for tomorrow. We're out of here. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.